I'm Jess. And I'm Amanda. And this is Originality Podcast. Welcome. Originality Podcast is a podcast about creativity and entrepreneurship and kind of going along for the journey as we are our own guinea pigs and figuring out how to do this whole creative living thing. Mm -hmm. We are figuring it out, creating social media content, and you're doing music, and I'm writing things, and we're trying to figure out how to make money while also doing creative things and not Mm -hmm. working a normal nine to five job. Mm -hmm. And that's super challenging. And so it is (laughs) very challenging. So this podcast we're talking about, we're interviewing our friends that are also in this stage of life that we Mm -hmm. think are brilliant and, and getting insight and ideas from them. We're reading books We're we're having conversations about the things that really pertain to how to do this thing. And Mm -hmm. today we are doing one of our check-in episodes. This is our second check-in episode. And we're just getting honest as we can Mm -hmm. about where we're at in our process and what what we're learning, what we're going through. Yeah, because we decided to... Originality, you know, used to be about the Enneagram, which is still such a... A part of it, for sure. It's a... I think we should talk about it more still. I think we should. Because I feel like we don't talk about it enough. And and it really is about like your individual journey. And I think understanding, even, I mean, not just the Enneagram, but Enneagram, Myers-Briggs. Personality. Um, strengths. You yeah. Know, all of those things um, are so important to unlocking. Like, I feel like sometimes I have friends that are you know, they're, they're like really bold in areas that I'm not. And I'm like, how do they have that? And it just, we just have different personalities or different woundings or different, you know? So I think all of that is like really good to unpack still, but yeah, this, these check-in episodes are pretty much, you know, we, we started doing the creative, the more creative conversations, right. When I quit my job. So I feel like it's also for me personally, this is kind of like a measuring stick of like, which I mean, maybe that's like a really brutal way to go about this process for me. But I think um, maybe it's just the three in me. That's like, yeah, maybe let's not do a measuring stick. Like we like, you know, it's, it's more of a, just, it's almost like a journal, journal, like a, like a public journal. Yes. This is my public journal of like just tracking you know, so you can look back yeah. and remember and see yeah. how far you've come. Mm-hmm. And because honestly, like this is not for me to just talk about like what I've accomplished. I like I don't want to <laughs> talk about that. I want to talk yeah. about like what, you know, it, it's more um, a journal of like the internal things that I'm processing through. Yeah while on this journey. But yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting if if even just to have for me, like, yeah. And for us, for you. Yeah, to be able to like look back in five years and listen to these episodes mm-hmm. and be like, whoa, Why did we? Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. That's where we were at at that point. And I think that's also like the way that like, you know, however you want to word it, the way that God works in our lives, the way that creativity, the creative process works and, and people are able to, to break through and engage with their ideas and overcome perfectionism or whatever it is they've got to overcome it's years of process. It's mm-hmm. there are some things that happen in a couple months and then there are some things that take a long time. And so I think I think for me so much of this is just being willing to be vulnerable to mm-hmm. admit publicly that I see myself as a creative human and yeah. that I don't feel like I need anybody else's permission to 
be able to say that. And that's actually overcoming a lot for me because I so badly wanted validation for so long and felt like I wasn't valid until somebody else validated my creative, my creative expression, whatever that was. Yes. I actually, so I actually heard, um, we don't talk about like our church background on this as much anymore. Um, but I heard this week that some of that comes from learned helplessness, which is very prevalent in church. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we're constantly, I think growing up in that, you know, this is something that I know you, we, this could be found in a million different places in the world. But for me, I experienced this in my childhood growing up in religion. And it is something that when we have like leaders who are telling us if what we're doing is right or wrong, we can literally take that into the creative process and into what we're quote unquote, allowed to deliver and present um, as artists. And even, you know, a couple of years ago when I was leading worship, I would take like the things that I was writing for just my my own artist name and artist project and be like, you know, what do you think about this? Is this worth anything? Like I would yeah. ask, um, my worship pastor, like, do you think this song is worth anything? And it's like a secular song, but like looking for that, like, is it okay for me to be creating this? And, and I really um, think that this year I've learned to, to break that off and be like, you know what, this has value. I mean, honestly, it's between me and God and me and, and the ideas that come to me. But, you know, other than that, I don't need anyone's permission to make yeah anything and and that's something that I had to unlearn and so I feel like maybe a lot of artists get that from whatever spectrum of experience that you've had but looking for that permission um you know you really you only need it in yourself only you can move yourself forward and only you and a lot of other extenuating circumstances but ultimately um, only you can hold yourself back. Um, yeah, this definitely wasn't the direction I thought I was thinking today's episode is going to go, but I wrote this out at 6am this morning. I couldn't sleep, got up, took a bath and, um, I wrote this and I feel like it applies to what we're talking about. Um, really you've been waking up in the mornings a lot and then going back right? to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like not being able to sleep yeah. and then going back to sleep. Cause I didn't go to bed till 2 AM. Cause I remember you said that last time we got together that you were like waking up really early yeah. and having to go back to sleep. My sleep's been weird, That's but maybe there is just like a leaning in creatively that I need to do there. Yeah. I don't know, but maybe that's when the ideas come. I guess so. So this is, this is what I wrote. Religious people associate excess of anything as the inevitable consequence of engaging with something because of a core belief that the sin nature is dominant. Mm. They confuse the sin nature with their soul. Yeah. And therefore all of human desires and respond to it by beating it into submission as if they were taming a wild horse instead of conversing with their true self about their emotions, desires, inspirations, or even temptations. The consequences of this spiritual masochism is a believer disempowered. Mm. You wrote that? 
Yeah. That's really good. Awesome. <laughs> wow. That, um, that's like really, it's, that was such a great way to express that. Yeah. Because I, oh my gosh, I almost want to cry. Yeah. Thinking about it. Just how many beautifully creative people, because they approach their inner child, their creativity, their whatever, with such um, like distrust mm-hmm. and frustration. And, and I think for it's, it's emotional because I battled with myself for so long. I, I struggled with perfectionism so much. I was so harsh, so self-critical that my inner child did not feel free to create or to have fun or, you know, right. and, and so that type of belief system which really isn't biblical. Yes, like the Bible talks about sin nature. And I think, you know, I I do believe that we have a sin nature. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously but, evil in the world. But even in Paul's conversation in like Romans 7, where he's going back and forth talking about, I do what I don't want to do and I do what I want to mm-hmm. do. And, mm-hmm. and like, you know, I like he's... do what I don't do. Yeah, yeah, that whole like do, thing. Yeah. It's He's talking about the conversation within himself and he's describing three parts of himself mm-hmm. and it's a conversation and he's processing through it and he's a lot, he's giving space to process that. Honestly. Yeah. And it's not self-hatred. Yeah. It's not self-hating the way that we've interpreted that mm-hmm. um, because people have weaponized the idea of this in nature to make people out to be uncontrollable animals yeah and we so just think that we just think that oh my natural response is going to be the wrong one mm-hmm. um and we've just like gotten so used to to beating up on ourselves um just honestly constantly about different things and yeah it's it's super painful to, <laughs> to yeah. think about and recollect and we can talk about it for a long time i'll, I'll have, finish it out yeah um but I, you know, whether you're a Christian or you come from a Christian background or any sort of religious background, like I want you to hear loud and clear, you were empowered to do the creative thing. Mm-hmm. You, I believe you were created by God for an intention and a purpose and that we are all as human beings, creative beings, and that we live best when we're yeah. able to engage with our creativity. Yeah. The picture I get is just like, you know, your creativity is like in a dark room just waiting and it's time to pull back those curtains and just like let some light in and Mm. let the creative side in you shine and you you don't have to be afraid of it you don't have to hide it you don't have to be ashamed yeah Um, yeah yeah so good i don't know how much (laughs) of a check-in episode this was yeah i did not know that was gonna come out but again like that's just what that's creativity yeah how beautiful Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Um, at Originality Podcast. Right? On Instagram. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually never have said our handle before. <laughs> I'm Amanda Victoria Foster and on Instagram. I'm Just Love's Personality. Also, make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're on Spotify, follow us on Spotify. Rate us on Spotify or iTunes. So, as always, we end Originality Podcast with a quote from C.S. Lewis. No man who bothers about originality will ever be original. Whereas, if you simply try to tell the truth, you will become original without ever having noticed it. Until next time.